The information contained in this podcast is provided for your general information only. It does not give medical advice or engage in the practice of medicine. This massage podcast under no circumstances recommends particular treatment for specific individuals and in all cases recommends that you consult your physician or local treatment center before pursuing any course of treatment. Hello and welcome to the Massage Podcast. This is episode 25. I'm Dawn Adkins, your host today, along with Elaine Kalenda, our massage guru, and Jorge Cisneros, our producer. You can find us at massagepodcast.com. If you have any questions or concerns, you can find us on our contact page, send us an email, or you can leave a voicemail or send a text message at 303-656-9860. And of course, you can follow us on all the fun stuff like Facebook and Twitter. 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 So today we're very excited to have Sunny Kleber, our Thai massage expert, and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. She's here in Colorado, correct? Mm -hmm. And she was one of our Jorge and I's teachers at BCMT a long time ago, (laughs) and she's off doing all kinds of other fun things. So Sunny, please tell us all about yourself and how you got started (laughs) in massage. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure to come and speak about my passions. Um, and the, the, the main one I can talk about today is Thai massage or what I like to call Thai yoga massage because it emphasizes the yogic aspects and really the origins of the work, which is in northern India um, rather than Thailand itself. And it has a real um, spiritual foundation in Buddhist philosophy and Ayurvedic medicine and was originally practiced in the temples by monks who were looking to facilitate deeper meditation practices. And as they traveled um, to Southeast Asia, they brought this with them. And, and it's just really been um, a very popular thing in, in the last few decades in Thailand. So we call it Thai massage, but, but it I'll, be, re- I'll be referring it to it as Thai yoga massage. And it is That's from India. Great. Originated yeah. from India. What mm. got you started in Thai? Well, first, did you do regular massage before you you became this yes. Thai massage Yes, I did. Expert. I, I went to the Boulder College of Massage Therapy oh, and graduated right. in 2001. Mm-hmm. And I... Um, just heard someone describe it. One of my TAs described Thai massage to me and it, it, the way he worded it, the, the fact that he included things like um, that it was a moving meditation and a dance and, and so fluid and uh, the fact that you were stretched and twisted and compressed. And it just, um, it really spoke to me. It really resonated on a deep level. And so I sort of put a little, you know, thing in the back of my head that someday I'm going to go to Thailand. And it turned out that um, <laughs> the, the first month that I started my private practice, there's a, a company in Boulder, Colorado called Where There Be Dragons. And mm-hmm. they called me in to do chair massage. And so I spent the day getting to know the, the, the staff members and what they did, which was educational travel to Asia, remote parts of Asia. And my life before massage was as a mountaineering guide and a scientist. So I spent lots of time in the mountains facilitating uh, group activities and teaching basic uh, survival type skills and mountaineering skills. And so I was very impressed when I heard what they did and, and told him so. And jokingly on the way out the door, I said, let me know if, if you need someone to lead a trip. And I got home that night and there was a message wow. on my machine 
that said, we actually need someone with your medical background and mountaineering background to lead a trip in Northern India for two months. Okay. You see this? <laughs> now, I want to say to my students out there and to practicing professionals, if you get those opportunities to do, yes, chair massage... <laughs> You just never know where that's going to lead. You mm-hmm. never know. Mm-hmm. And I, I really was at a point in my life in my late 20s where I was ready to settle down. And I saw massage as a, a part-time career. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, this just threw me in a totally different direction. And so I I, I did say yes. And I went to India for two months. And Is that your first time in India? First time in India. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting because I... I only had heard of Thai massage and I didn't know that it came from India or I didn't know any of the background. I just knew it was a moving meditation. Mm-hmm. But I did end up in Northern India where it, you know, it originated and I ended up starting out with uh, you know, studying Buddhism and Ayurvedic medicine and yoga before I ended up in Thailand. So it was kind of a, uh, a really interesting synchronicity and it, it, being in that part of the world really changed, changed my life. You know, it really opened me up and I realized how important travel was as a part of my healing process, Mm -hmm. as a part of really seeing who I am and what my conditioning is and what my Mm -hmm. um, sort of assumptions are about Mm -hmm. life. And the world. And the world and and what healing really is. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I was still forming my opinions about health and what that meant. And I had a very Western perspective on what health was. So to be in that part of the world, it just, everything was turned on its head. Everything was questioned. And it really opened my heart and it changed my life in so many ways. But that was that was how I originally got to Asia. So I put the kids on the plane at the end of the trip and stayed in, in Bangkok and studied mm-hmm. and fell in love with Thai culture and fell in love with Thai massage. Thai food. Thai food. Mm. <laughs> Thai weather. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Elephants. <laughs> Elephants. Wow, and cool. um, <laughs> and just, you know, made a commitment there to continue my studies. And then I started the Thai massage program at the Boulder College a couple years later. Mm -hmm. And I kept encouraging people to go, you know, and I remember giving lists of, you know, go here, stay at this place, study with this person. And I tried to give so much information, but I think it was kind of overwhelming for a lot of people. And more and more people kept saying, well, when are you going back next time? Can I go with you when you go back? They want to go with you. (laughs) Yeah, So it became this really Mm -hmm. natural, um, you know, evolution of me being able to blend my interest in the environment, my interest in being in remote places, Mm -hmm. um, exploring different cultures, but also my newer interest in healing arts. And so I started to create these integrative uh, journeys where people could go to somewhere like Thailand and study Thai massage and get continuing education credit. So it's a beautiful way to, to, you know, to write off an amazing trip. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, um, it was a very supportive environment for people to really explore their relationship to themselves, their relationship to community, because we're living and traveling in a small community, a little tribe, you know, about 10 or 12 people at a time. And we were living in the the local villages, um, doing service projects and, studying with uh, the local healers and local teachers and also, you know, relationship to environment. Cause we were really looking at, you know, how, how health is, is how, how it affects you, you know, how the environment that you're in really affects your health and your perspective and, and how it nurtures you. And, and so that's how it started and mm-hmm. it's just evolved. So now we have programs in several different countries. We're in, Spain, Morocco, Chile, Argentina, Brazil. Uh, we've done programs in Scotland and England. Is this this program that you're talking about here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she's talking so about she's, integral, yeah. integral travel, yeah. which is something we'll you started on our website exactly. so you could look it up. We'll and post all this. And 
Yeah, so imagine, and not only are you just studying massage, uh, Thai massage when you're there, but you have all this time after class mm-hmm. to do that. Med- I've seen the video of meditation, yeah. yoga, fooling around, snorkeling, exactly, uh, enjoying yourself. That's yeah, fantastic. So let's back up and talk to us about integral travel, okay. and then how people get started, or what's what it exactly is all about, and how people and what how is it going to benefit. People, why should we do this? Yeah. yeah. Well, Integral Travel, and you can find more about that at IntegralTravel.com. Um, it's, it's been around now for eight years, and it, it really is um, different every year. We've never done the same itinerary twice because we're always meeting new people and being exposed to new grassroots organizations that are doing some really cool stuff. So it's anything from, um, you know, Thai massage specifically to meditation to organic farming, earthen building. Um, we work with uh, tsunami survivors in Southern Thailand. We've worked with um, homeless single mothers in London. We've worked with children in favelas in Rio de Janeiro. Um, so it's, it's, it's honestly, it's different every year and it just depends on who who I sit next to on the plane and who, <laughs> right. who I run into, you know, in the, in a song town in, in Thailand and what conversations emerge what what direction the company is going so it continues to evolve and um, but the the intention behind it really is to create opportunities for people to explore health mm-hmm. on a very you know holistic um, scale environment self community and um, and get continuing education credit in the process but it's it's for anyone it's for people who are just interested in exploring these things so it's great for massage therapists because they can like I said write it off and it sort of goes towards a, a larger goal. But more and more, I've been receiving uh, people who are just in a transition in their life and they want to explore really? this and see where it takes them. And wow. I've, had, I've had couples come and, wow, and yeah. you know, massage to me, especially this type of massage, is so much about relationship. It's such an amazing medium for exploring the way we connect mm-hmm. with with other people and all the subtle ways that we um, experience nonverbal communication and, and, uh, transitions and fluidity and that there's just so much intention and touch. So working with, you know, couples who have no massage background has been really rewarding working with mothers and daughter pairs who've come sister and brother pairs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's been really interesting. The so people they work who've on each other. Up. They work, we all work on each other. That's so cool. And uh, a lot more artists, musicians mm-hmm. and actors and people who are again, trying to get in touch with a deeper part of themselves. So creativity. And, creativity. and getting rid of stuckness. Exactly. Just yeah. movement. It's really mm-hmm. about movement. That so the is. travel, you know, is like the biggest movement. movement involved, but then it goes down, you know, more and more on a subtle level. And um, it's been really amazing to see how, how just combining all of these things, you know, really taking people out of their comfort level, um, but creating a, a safe place, you know, a supportive space for people to have dialogue, you know, so a lot of it is facilitated. A lot of it just emerges naturally because you're just in that space and you're, you're with other people who are similarly motivated and interested in similar things. And so that's, that's also been so rewarding now that, you know, Facebook is so popular. Mm -hmm. I can watch these relationships continue. You know, we we're all friends on Facebook after (laughs) our trips and, and it's so cool to see the, the connections that were made, you know, six years ago in Thailand and, and how they've emerged into businesses and and long-term friendships and and really this virtual network of people who who recognize there is a there are other people out there who are trying to cultivate changes in the world in a really um grassroots level you know that you don't need a lot of 
money or experience. If you have passion and you have vision, you can really do some amazing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I have a huge garden at home mm-hmm. and I compost everything. And um, yeah, sometimes I feel like, eh, nobody cares, you know? <laughs> and so it's nice to hear other people that there are other people out there. There is a a movement. Absolutely. Sim- to, a movement to simplicity, I'd like to say. Absolutely. But There's so much out there. I'd like to ask you what your first trip coming up, it looks like in August, mm-hmm. August 31st to September is in Tarifa, mm-hmm. Spain. Mm-hmm. What What is going to be happening on that trip? That's a shorter um, journey. It's just a week long. And the idea there, I mean, that really came because I'd been spending so much time in very uh, I've been doing a lot of meditation, a lot of yoga, a lot of really contemplative Eastern arts, type. Eastern mm-hmm. type arts. And there was just like part of me that was like, well, where's the passion in this? I need to bring the passion back into my practice. And and where's the the, the earthiness, the grittiness, you know? And, and so I spent some time in Spain and um, really started to appreciate Latin dance again. And uh the the flamenco or the the passion in, that's embodied in flamenco and mm-hmm. you know how can I bring that into my work and so we developed this week long course that is yoga every morning and then a three hour time massage class and then the afternoons there's some practice time but there's also every night there's some exposure to a different form of Latin dance so we have yeah. flamenco we have tango we have bachata we have salsa and it it, it comes right before a week. Um, in in every sort of at least southern Spanish town, which is feria, a very like it's a week long party and fair, but it's really revolving around dance and a lot of flamenco or sevillanas, and so it's sort of a week of of really opening up to the culture, understanding um, nonverbal commun- communication as far as dance goes, and all the the cute like basically Thai massage is, is it's a dance, and you are leading somebody around on the mat. And so you really need to understand how, how to be a lead dancer. Right. And in order to be a lead dancer, you have to learn how to follow. So learning tango, learning bachata, learning salsa is wonderful training in how to really be a confident lead as a Thai massage therapist. So <laughs> anyway, it's like, I, I feel like everywhere I look, I see how these things interconnect. It doesn't yeah. matter well, whether we're studying. <laughs> you know, you think about it, uh, Spain, the flamenco mm-hmm. uh, start, started with the gypsies, mm-hmm. which origina- originated in India. India. Yeah. <laughs> you know, lacho drum, man, power to you. Exactly. That's brilliant. And you're, you instruct all of these Thai classes? All the Thai, but then I bring in local teachers to do the, the dancing. Or of the, course. Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so, and what about even the trips to Thailand? Do you guys, hang out at the schools there? Like, I know there's a school in Chiang Mai. Or oh, there's lots guys... of schools. Okay. And the way it's organized is I teach the course, but the course ends at, you know, 3.30 in the afternoon. So there's a whole, you know, free period from 3.30 until people go to bed at night to go and sample and to go, you know, every day and spend 8 to $12 to get a two-hour time massage. Mm-hmm. And you can go to all the different school clinics. You can go to the mm-hmm. women's prison and get a massage. You can go Jesus. to the herb school and get a massage. You can go to the blind school and get a massage. Wow. So people... You know, in that in that week that we're in the city of Chiang Mai, you go check it out. People can go and really take advantage of of experiencing it, not just learning it, but you learn so much from receiving it. So to go and receive it in so many different ways, um, really, again, enhances and, and solidifies people's understanding of of where it comes from and what the benefits are. Because I think that's the key. You know, when you when you feel it, have a direct experience of the benefits, which are which are so much deeper than I think a lot of people. Realize. Realize. I Absolutely. mean, it's, it, the benefit, in my opinion, at this point is really about 
a shift in perception. When you, when you finish a two-hour time massage, you, you start to really question. You have a direct experience of impermanence because you're able to watch the sensations in your body shift and change. And you get a sense of the boundaries of your body <laughs> dissolving. You get a sense of time dissolving. You get a sense of, you know, the, your length and the length and space in your body shifts, the density of your body shifts. And so you, all these things that we take for granted and, and assume are real become unreal or become impermanent. And so when someone has a direct experience of that, it opens doors in, in so many other aspects of their life. And especially when you're out of your culture, out of your comfort zone, it's easier to get, you know, to fully embrace that um, possibility. Well, let me just tell you about my experience with Thai <laughs> massage, limited as it might be. Um, we had a, Sunny taught a class for our AMTA chapter up in, was it Mount Princeton? Mount Princeton Hot Springs. Oh, it was beautiful mm -hmm. up there um, in June. I guess it was June, early July, something. June. And um, I had not realized, and this was partnering with somebody for a few minutes, switch to the next partner and go round robining on the whole class. And I had not realized how tight my diaphragm mm. was stuck until somebody did a maneuver on me and suddenly my diaphragm opened and it was like I almost couldn't take it. Mm. I almost could not stand the sensation of breathing that easily and that well. Yeah, it it's weird. Strange. It feels like you've been suffocating or you're mm. just grasping yeah. for air. Then I come back to Boulder. I'm like, Sonny, I want to get a massage <laughs> from you so badly. I want to try this out. And I went to her office, which is just gorgeous. Just walking in there, you feel better. <laughs> And it, it was the afternoon, and the, 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 the afternoon storm had begun, right? Mm -hmm. And thunder in the distance. And then a little bird came to the window and started tweeting. And it <laughs> was like so comfortable with the candles burning. It was magical, just the environment. Well, I felt I tried to pretend that I was in Thailand, you know? <laughs> and I felt very different when I was done there. I was pretty stressed out when I got to you. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was done, it was like, yeah. But I want to say that, yeah, we know this about massage and body work, that it makes you feel good, obviously. But um, Thai massage differs in a way, to me, that I didn't know how visceral it was. Like you're sitting on somebody's blood vessel and stuff, mm -hmm. weird stuff like that. <laughs> and I thought, that can't be right, but it must be because it feels so good to mm -hmm. block the blood flow, that those techniques and... There's also these great periods of rest built in where you just sit on someone or you just wait or you just and the holding. And mm -hmm. I really like techniques that allow you that time to rest and to stop and to center and refocus. Mm. So I mean, it was a, just a brilliant experience. So you're right. I left there. I was a changed, changed person, <laughs> a changer in a good way. And thank you for bringing up the, the idea of periods of rest and, and really that reflects the idea of rhythm that is incorporated into the work. And I think um, it really, that is a different dimension that I can, I, I really sense makes a difference that there is an, an, a way of tapping into this universal rhythm and really listening in a way that's, that's just for me harder to do on the table where you really mm -hmm. are using your whole agree. body and using momentum and gravity and really using the You're ground. You're really a part really, of your whole body becomes part mm. of the massage. Mm -hmm. You use your back, your legs, your shins, your, you know, your feet. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're touching with more than just your hands, mm -hmm. person. And then therefore there's a different kind of intimacy and involvement because mm -hmm. you're really in on that healing energy. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Thank you. for. And I've taken Sonny's classes. Uh, well, one class, the first Thai massage, mm -hmm. and that was 12, 13, 
13 years ago. <laughs> a long time ago. 10, long time. 10, 10, 10 years 10, 11 ago. Years, 11 years ago. Yeah. And yeah. you said that was probably like one of your first classes. it probably was classes. the very first class. And well, it was amazing. Well, yeah. Let me tell you. It changed my life. She's I know brilliant it. now. Yeah, I, was I can so imagine what you're like, like now. I, so. When she was a student that many years ago, and then she also became a teacher mm-hmm. just because she always had that light. And that's, I think, why they named her Sunny. She <laughs> probably came out glowing. <laughs> but I tell you, when I saw you again those couple of months ago, teaching a big class, an important class, all on your own, I just had, I was staring at her going, This is Sunny. Oh my God. And I could see all of the places you'd been, all of the things. But you have that that light now in your eyes. It's almost hard to look at. <laughs> has, she has that light that you see of people who have seen the light <laughs> yeah you know and i always thought of people like that as being well, as not highly spiritual but really connected mm. you know in a way that most of us we go through our day blah, blah 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 and we don't stop to even let the light in enough i think but it's great that you're taking especially americans out of this little box mm-hmm. because i mean if i hadn't been an army brat i don't know and been to you know europe when i was a kid and traveled quite a lot when i was younger um, but then grew up in Queens and most of my friends are still there under the same cars doing mm-hmm. the same work, you know, and they're happy, I guess. But they 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 look at me. They're like, hey, so uh, e, uh, you live in Colorado, right? <laughs> is that is, that's a state, right? <laughs> you know, they just see the world. So they're so, you know, close minded about things. I love them and everything. It's not a judgment. It's mm-hmm. just a perception right, that right. their perception is so limited that I can't sit down and have a conversation ab- with them about the beneficial effects of massage or mm-hmm. uh, very little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's very little mm-hmm. to talk about after the usual stuff. Yeah. So it's great that you're taking both lay persons and massage therapists out of their little comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And and how do they do in the first couple of days? I mean, are some of these places really rustic? It's like, oh, I've yeah. had friends who've been to <laughs> India. And I hear the rat word, and I'm like, not going. I'll be at the Hilton. Yeah. Let me know when you want to go for a hike. <laughs> no, it, it's true. They're, they, The venues that we choose, we choose because they are simple and because they are very rustic. and Realistic. M- most of them do not have you know, hot water. Some of them don't have running water. What about king cobras and things like that? No cobras, but definitely big spiders. Big spiders, (laughs) yeah. And, um, you know, there's a lot of challenges. For some people, you know, I love humidity and heat after Mm -hmm. living in Colorado, but for some people, that's a stressor. For some people, the food is a stressor. You know, it's it's totally different. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people... You know, crossing the street and looking a different way can be stressful. Yeah, right. It's for some people, you know, using the squatty toilets is a totally new experience. <laughs> That's I'm bringing my own portable toilet. <laughs> so it's so it's you're confronted, you know, moment to moment, um, with again, those, those things that you just took for granted, this is the way life is, you're constantly being reminded that no, actually, that's a choice we made. And we can always make a different choice. And, um, mm. you know, it's that's simple. It, but I will say the most dangerous part about it is crossing the street. You wow. know, people are always worried about some disease. There's so many questions right. that come about, you know, what, what shots should I get? And it's like, you know what, if you're just paying attention, you're going to be fine. Yeah, right. it's, it's traffic. Mm. It's crossing the street and looking the wrong way, which is the most dangerous thing. And honestly, that's the most dangerous thing here too. It's True. all about being yeah. present to, right. in, in the moment. And in mm. London. 
And it, you know, I, and when I was in London, yeah, I was so boy. grateful for yeah. those little signs that say, look left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look right. Because it I just, would have been dead. Well, you know, you can't, you, yeah, you can't step off the curb. We, too we, dangerous. We're creatures of habit. Yep. And something as little as that can finally, like you finally get it. You yeah. finally see yourself for well, the first time and yeah. how much a creature, how, how much you go through your daily life without thinking, without right. being aware. Right. So I've, I've seen the video that you were showing during the class. It was absolutely gorgeous. And mm-hmm. even as rustic as these places were, they looked immaculate. Yeah. So we're not talking about, you know, two rustic folks. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous places <laughs> where these guys were snorkeling, where they were uh, having a ball mm-hmm. look like. And, and these raft trips and yeah, things, yeah. you go through these caverns. I mean, I wanted to go. No, they're, and, they're mm-hmm. absolutely some of the most, and, and I really have traveled a lot and they are, they're my favorite places. They're the mm-hmm. most stunningly, natural beautiful places pristine places that i've ever been and it's you know people do have trouble i'm not going to say it's easy it's definitely not but i think what's beautiful about it is the people who choose to come have bought into that they're ready for the the adventure they're not going on a tour and they know it and they know that no one's going to be holding their hand and no and and i don't make any apologies for not Mm. trying to make anyone feel comfortable i mean i really um, that's the idea to get out of your comfort zone to be and uncomfortable then, <laughs> until you're <laughs> ready to go home and then you're like I'm so comfortable I don't want to leave exactly yeah. but I think what people always you know say at the end is that you know what I'm I'm glad we didn't have a choice about all these things because I realize I don't need them you and know would have distracted from would have distracted from the, the, from the, the point. what we we're really trying to look at and experience so mm. I haven't en- had anyone walk away and say you know I wish we had hot water Right. I, I think most most of the time it's it's an amaze. People walk away feeling really empowered that they don't need all the things that they thought they needed and that they can be really happy, happy living well, simply. Well, I need an average of 23 products every morning before <laughs> yeah. I leave the house. It should be, so it should be, be a, a requirement in high school right. that every child take a trip like that. Yeah. 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 Part well, of it, it. I agree. I totally agree. And yeah. it's a, a lot of the trips lately have just <clears throat> happened to be all women, mm-hmm. which has been really nice. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's, you know, a week that we spend on a, a lake where we're living in floating bamboo huts and there's no, <laughs> there's no running water and there's, you know, fortunately there's no mosquitoes and all you hear are the sound of the gibbons, you know, flying through the trees and the cicadas around 630. Oh, so it's super simple. I mean, it's just beautiful landscape and nothing's out there. It's silent. And the beautiful thing, honestly, is there are no mirrors. And so for a week for women, you know, oh a group of women to be there with God. no mirrors only each other as mirrors was so powerful, oh, yeah. you know, that we really wow. were each other's mirrors for a week. And um, there's, mm-hmm. there's just the lessons learned from that are Do I look huge. fat in this fig leaf? <laughs> <laughs> Does this fig leaf make me look fat? So I'm curious, yeah. I've seen you're going to Morocco. What kind of, what uh, is the, the idea or the theme in Morocco? The theme in Morocco is the belly. Mm. So it's all about mm. the belly. It's going to be um, chine song or deep abdominal massage, mm. detox abdominal massage, um, which is based on some work that um, has really become popular in Northern Thailand. So that will be the the major curriculum, but then we'll also be doing belly dancing and cooking, Moroccan oh, cooking. So nice. that's a big belly. And trip. that one is yeah. the first trip that Food. I designated as all women. Belly dancing. Mm-hmm. I hear the awesome. cognac's pretty <laughs> extraordinary too. You know, there's there's something very powerful about belly dancing. I know I've mm. done that a couple times, and mm-hmm. uh, I've been to a couple places where the whole theme is belly dancing. It's very powerful, women. Mm-hmm. And now what about Chile? What's going to happen? Chile. 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 Yeah. There's a, a good friend of mine has a, um, a retreat center in Southern Chile in a little area outside of Pucón, which is, you know, it just 
in the foothills. Well, basically in the mountains, but surrounded by volcanoes, active volcanoes. So let me ask yeah. before you finish that, what kind of a trip is it just to get there? So do you fly? Where do you fly into? Do you take a bus and then a train and then a bicycle and a walk? Or <laughs> <laughs> you would fly fly to Santiago. <laughs> Santiago is where you'd fly to. Okay. It's a major city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you'd take a. Mm, I think it's a 12 hour overnight bus ride would be my recommendation. Or you could take a small flight to, uh, I'm trying to think I didn't fly there, but you can, there's small airports you can fly close by. And then it would be another bus to get to, well, if you, if you took a bus to Pucón, Mm -hmm. basically you fly Santiago, make your way down to Pucón. On a bus or plane. Bus or plane. And then, you know, we'd pick you up in in Pucón and it's another 20 minute drive out into the country. Wow. It's it's a remote. It's remote. And like I said, I mean, you're surrounded by, active volcanoes and, and close to one of the, um, uh, basically the first, uh, preserve national, like natural preserve in Chile yeah. with, with monkey puzzle trees, which are some of the oldest species out there and just mm. gorgeous, gorgeous forests. So places to, to hike and to, um, you know, that must lakes. be kind of energizing just being around active volcanoes. How exciting right. is even little earthquakes, which yeah. again is, you know, I have that, this year was the first year I felt earthquakes and, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of movement happening. Well, you, could go, to, movement you, know, happening. Yeah. you could go to LA to feel earthquake <laughs> if you want to, but yeah. true. But earthquakes yeah, are exciting. But they're trippy. exciting. And, and they're again, exciting. It, it was such a perception shift for me. Cause as I mentioned, my, my, my background before massage was geology. You know, I have two oh, degrees yeah, in geology right. and environmental policy. And your first earthquake. <laughs> yeah. My first yeah. earthquake. So, you know, it was like, it was like, wow, this is real. I have a direct experience that the earth is moving. Mm-hmm. And um, again, that can shift a lot in your psyche. Mm-hmm. It, can, it can really make you, you know, take, take more advantage of the present moment, I think. Yeah, right? it, really, <laughs> it really shifts when you're surrounded by buildings in San Francisco yeah, and the earth is quaking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why they always want to look so good, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Boy, yeah, they can be just terrifying. It's a kind of a just-in-case lifestyle. I get yeah. nervous in California for that reason. Yeah. So you've, we've, so we've talked about Spain, Morocco, mm-hmm. Chile, Thailand, mm-hmm. and then I see I there's uh, another trip in March going to Bali. Yes. What's Bali. that? Yes. Yes. Bali. Bali is sort of the crowning jewel in my yes. opinion. I mean, that's like the final, I mean, nothing's final, but, but at this point, this is like the culmination of all that I've learned really. And, and, um, all that I really have to share right now, which is the art of Thai massage. So the course in, in Bali is a 10 day course. Mm. And every day we're going to look at some different, uh, artistic theme. And I have some friends who are local, you know, painters and dancers and cooks and, uh, spiritual teachers who each day one of them will meet with us and and lead us through an exercise in painting or cooking or dancing or ritual and we'll look at those themes and see how we can weave them into our practice and really look again you know we always talk about it being a massage practice but take it a step further look at it you know at a deeper level and say you know what are we practicing here what is the intention and continue to dive deeper into that so um, you know, whether it's balance or fluidity or transition or communication or sequencing or, um, mm. you know, surrender. These are just different themes that we'll be playing with, um, looking at the practice and looking at letting go of the practice and recognizing that that's where the art comes in. So at this point, the people who will be in Bali with me have been students of mine before and they will have learned a lot of techniques and they will have a time to, to play with them, to practice them. And now we're going to really pick it apart and look at the internal form, the intention, the breath work, how to connect it with movement and really how to 
raise it to the level of ritual. That's good because I feel like sometimes we get caught up, uh, you know, we, we do have to be slightly business savvy as massage therapists, mm. especially if we're on our own. Well, anytime, because there's a lot of, we usually end up as independent contractors or self-employed, but it's hard to balance that. How, you know, like that's one thing is like, do you find it important to get to that place and also let everything go and also the need for making money and all of that mm. stuff? Like, does you find a better balance that way? Because I know that we definitely lose that getting caught up and I need to make right. money. And then I repel clients when I start mm. thinking that way, they go away. Absolutely. If I'm Absolutely. having fun, enjoying what I'm doing, mm-hmm. yeah. it's different, but you still have to be business savvy. So like, are you finding that balance with these, with what you're talking about? I think so. Mm-hmm. And, and I can, you know, I only have my experience right. to draw from, but every time that I've let go, Mm. and and just followed my heart it's worked you know and, yeah. and even down to you know there i i'm only in boulder now a couple months a year mm. and i think a lot of people a lot of people who are just looking at leaving for three weeks from their private practice have a lot of fear about mm. well what oh are my, my clients going to do without yeah. me and my experience is, all that time i'm not making money <laughs> exactly gonna, i'm not making money or what if they, me fa- or what if they find someone else <laughs> and my experience has, has truly been that you know when i'm it's the whole supply and demand thing if i'm not there all the time. First of all, people will make more of an effort to to sign up for a session when I'm right. actually in town. Yeah. So it's it's a more condensed, you know, experience. But also I think what I found, or I, I don't know if this is true, but this is my perception, is that I'm walking my talk. The fact that I'm taking time to go and follow my heart and and put myself out there and learn new things. A, I come back with more to share. Right. But B, they see that I'm not just talking about it. I'm actually doing it. And so I've been, you know, I've really been fortunate in the sense that many of my clients have, have been inspired to, to do the same, you know, mm-hmm. to leave their job or, or shift their, their career. And, and I think that is a reflection of, of them seeing that I'm not just talking about it, that right. I'm, I'm actually putting myself out there and willing to take the risk that I might lose a client or that I might not you know, have a great retirement fund. But I guess when I look at it, I don't, I don't want to retire. I had a, I know an English guy that I walk with sometimes with mm-hmm. our dogs and he said retirement, that's such an American thing. Yeah, it and is. It, and I was thinking today on the way here too, like I, I work a, enough, mm-hmm. but I have more time. So right. I'd rather just live my entire life that way. Exactly. Work a little, play a lot, exactly. you know, but, and have everything you need, but not too much. Right. right. Yeah. And I think again, you have, when you yeah. when you get out of America and you see how other people live, you ha- you you can't help but come back and say, "Oh my God, I can't believe I was so afraid of being poor." Right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? I mean, when you realize I know. that, like, <laughs> totally, <laughs> I'm actually happier when I don't have running water I, and I don't have a yeah. mirror. You know, like, why yeah. did I think I needed all that stuff? I know, I know. I, I and the car, and a, <laughs> everything. I know. Even I mean, it just even trying to downsize all the time. I don't need mm-hmm. these books anymore. I don't need. You just this need and, a good goat. Mm-hmm. A good In life, garden. You just need a good goat. <laughs> a goat exactly. and some know. chickens. And, yeah, and a chicken seriously. bonus. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, I think that all go ties into with the abundance thing yes. and letting go, but realizing like mm-hmm. the, the less you need, the less you need, the less you need, the more you have. And it's, and the more you mm-hmm. have to offer. Yeah. I mean, I really think that's the bottom line is that, that when you give up this stuff to go on a trip like this or to, to go to a, you know, spend more time in the garden or whatever, you, you might not do as many massages, but you'll you have so much more to offer, and mm-hmm. those the clients know that they're they're gonna pick up, they're gonna feel yeah. that oh, so totally. strongly. Oh yeah, 
Right. But it's when you when you are in a, a cycle where you feel like you need more and you right. don't have enough to offer that start drowning. I know it's the weirdest thing. I know yeah. you got to stay open. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, I forgot what I was going to ask you. I just told totally like I have a question. Here. Yeah, it's Jorge's <laughs> mid, mid session no. question from <laughs> Jorge. <laughs> so I, I want to ask you this, Annie. Can you describe for somebody who's not familiar with the technique? Yeah, if you can focus to what would be a typical session Absolutely. and also and also the other question that i had is when you compare this type of technique versus swedish deep mm. tissue what is the benefit for the therapist not the, not oh, the client the therapist in terms yeah. of can you do more sessions tight sessions in a day than you would do with a deep tissue regular massage that's um, a great question so the first answer about you know what is this technique what is Thai massage um in thailand they call it lazy man's yoga. <laughs> and they call it that because you are fully clothed and you're on a, a thin mat on the floor and you're completely passive. Um, you lay there and you're stretched and twisted mm. and there's a lot of rhythmic rocking and deep compression. Mm. Um, and you're really, you know, the pressure when I, when I think about what I'm doing, even though I'm, I'm working the soft tissue, my intention is to go through the soft tissue into the skeletal system and then into the ground, into the earth. It's very, very grounding. Mm-hmm. And when you're affecting the skeletal system, which it, almost everything that I was taught here is different there. You know, there's so many things that were, were and they, they all have a reason. I mean, they're, they're, it's great to have the rules here and apply them to the situation here. But it's, it was so, you know, mind opening for, for a teacher to say, actually, yeah, you, you know, you do want to press on the bone or you do want to stop the blood flow. You know, (laughs) here it's all about, let's make the blood, you know, flow. And there it's like, let's stop it. Let's see what happens when we, we, you know, cut off the the main channel and irrigate the back fields, you know, that don't often get the, the fresh blood and so forth. So, it's it's beautiful to be able to access both of those paradigms, the Eastern and the Western, and and really see that there are benefits to both and and be empowered to play and, and choose between those things. But Thai massage, um, it really gave me an opportunity to 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 play with some different concepts. And and like I said, you're really working with the skeletal system, really trying to to play with the space between the joints um, rather than the soft tissue, even though you are directly contacting the, the soft tissue. But um, so what happens is someone will, you know, lay down on the mat and um, usually the sessions start at the feet and you'll start with a lot of rhythmic rocking and compression and, and you're working along energy lines, just like shiatsu. It's very similar to shiatsu, actually, if those, mm-hmm. those people mm-hmm. out there listening have had shiatsu before. And I honestly believe it's, it's, derived from the same consciousness, you know, the same understanding of, you know, what the body needs, mm. but it reflects the culture that it's in. So, you know, in, in Japan, the, the culture, which is based on the landscape and the climate and the, you know, the, the conditions there, it, it, it's very precise. It's very formal. controlled. It's very formal mm-hmm. um, because they have more, you know, stressful situations to mitigate. <laughs> Whereas in Thailand, it's a, it's a culture that is very easygoing. I mean, time means free. And so the, the work is free. It's very circular. It's very playful. And so imagine a shiatsu session that isn't just in and out at 90 degrees pressure, you know, pressure at, at 90 degrees. It's, it's circular, circular. You're, you're accessing the, the energy lines in a different way and there's more rocking and more rhythm or, or a different rhythm. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a bit of a, mm-hmm. And the rhythm shifts and it's changes. It's more playful. It's playful, mm-hmm. I guess, is the way to describe it. Um, but the way it feels is strict is strictly <laughs> serious. 
I'm well, sorry. And you're, you are not just being lazy there. I mean, you're not moving, but you certainly are involved because you you're have involved. to try and figure out how you're going to breathe. Yeah. Right. right. How it, you're not going to hold your breath and how you're going to let go yes. of areas where Oh my goodness yes. gracious. Do you yeah. find physically for yourself giving Thai massages easier than regular old Swedish or the yeah, part table of the massage? Absolutely yeah. do. Part mm-hmm. two of the question. It, there's yeah. definitely a learning curve though, mm-hmm. because you have to, as a practitioner, as a Thai massage practitioner, I think it's much more, um, it's essential really to have some sort of movement practice. So yoga or Tai Chi or something that helps you really cultivate the alignment in your own body so that you don't have to to work hard so that you right. really can just ride your breath and you can tune more into your, your rhythm and your client's rhythm. And, and, um, and then it does really become a moving meditation and it's effortless and mm-hmm. it, and it feeds me. I mean, I'm right. energized at the end and, um, you know, I don't overdo it. I, I do two, maybe three sessions a day. So it's hard to say, you know, if I do more or less, mm-hmm. but it sort of goes back to our conversation about abundance and you know i would rather give two really good sessions and feel energized at the end of the day than see how many i can do Mm -hmm. in a day money money money. (laughs) i need to make money right so you know i can't i can't really speak to how many it's possible to do in a day because i just don't even go there but i think and they're hour and a half sessions they're hour and a half or two hour sessions yeah Yeah. traditionally so they're they're longer and you can do a shorter session but traditionally they are longer Mm. and i will say that you know the benefits for me are greater when I give a Thai massage. I really feel, um, and and it's mental much more than physical at this point. It's 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 much more of a challenge for me to stay really focused and keep my intention very clear for an hour and a half or two hour session than it is to physically move a body around on the mat. I mean, that's my body's trained now. That's not it is difficult it, at all. You're so it's, strong. <laughs> so I have a question. Mm. If um. Let's say someone takes, if someone's going to Spain mm-hmm. or one of, or Morocco and they take a class on, mm-hmm. are you, are you, or the intro to Thai? Yeah. At, let's say they take the intro to Thai. Can mm-hmm. they go out and incorporate the Thai massage into their practice? Can they say they do Thai massage? Mm, that's a really good question. Yeah. And I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. <laughs> At what point yeah. can someone say that? Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, my personal opinion is that it's different for everybody mm-hmm. and there are some people who are going to pick it up immediately. And especially, you know, after a weekend workshop, people might be able to incorporate it into their table work. Yeah. Um, there, are, there are some great concepts and themes Absolutely. that you can weave mm-hmm. in and great techniques that work on a table. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I would say 100% after a weekend workshop, you're not eligible okay. to put it certified. on your, on your business okay. card. You, know? you should not put certified or and, anything. Well, like, no, not certified, but yeah, I just say trained. Time right. No, yeah. I, I don't think you're ready after <laughs> no. a weekend or even, you know, after maybe even a month of training to okay. say, yeah. I'm ready to offer this. I mean, it, it's, it's sort of the same thing of going to a weekend yoga training and all of a sudden you're a yoga, yoga teacher, teacher yeah. you know, it's, it's really right. on that level. You, so it's are there, an ongoing practice. Are there levels one, two, three, four, five that you're teaching? And at what point can they say mm-hmm. They do time or can they yeah, actually, perform yeah. time as well? Yeah, that's a great question. And and again, it's different for everyone. Okay. And we're we're a culture where we're we've been, you know, educated to think there should be a certification right. for everything. And once I get that piece of paper, I'm yeah. now qualified. Right, right. And you know, I'll be the first to say I there are plenty of people out there who have especially in Thailand, who have no papers. Yeah. No papers at all. I mean it's it's an oral tradition and it's been, But they've been learning this since they've they were been born. learning it from their grandmother and <laughs> yeah. their mother and so forth. And you know, they're they're experts, but they don't have any credentials. And so, you know, 
in in this culture, we're looking for credentials. For those I, of us I in America, and the people it. that we are treating and the people they who hire us, exactly. they need credentials. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we actually are, have just um, developed a certification program. Okay. And I, wow. and I, Thank goodness. <laughs> and I do, you know, again, I do sort of, I, I, I did that almost, you know, a little bit begrudgingly just yeah. because I, yeah. I don't want to think anyone to think just because you participate, mm. you're qualified. Right. Right. But I will say, I think it's, an amazing program <laughs> that should really prepare someone to give a very confident, um, comprehensive treatment. Okay. So it sounds like there's a lot of other things that I have oh, no idea that so I learned. I just involved. took the introduction <laughs> class and loved oh, it. But yeah, 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 I did too. But there's so deep. much there's you can see how much is deep. involved. There's and a lot. A, uh, the uh, the taking up of the lifestyle mm-hmm. of being free enough to move the way you need to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're you so free. Yes. I'm telling you. That's why you go which, on the trips. Which, yeah. which, actually, you know, I just want to come back to that. What are the benefits for me is exactly what you said is it, it keeps me honest and it keeps me balanced because I have to be able to do um, the techniques with both sides of my body. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just, I can right. just, you know, use my one arm when I'm working around the table and get lazy. I'm literally having to be much more ambidextrous and mm-hmm. develop both sides of my body, which is developing both sides of my brain. And there's all sorts of research out there about avoiding Alzheimer's or whatever by doing circular movements by, you know, using both sides, both sides brain. of the brain, you know, so there's things mm-hmm. that I'm sure there are benefits that I don't even know are benefiting me yet, mm. but it, it's that opportunity to be to be meditate, to get paid to meditate, you know, four to six get hours paid a day to be free. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and to practice that, you know, to, to, to create the space to practice, um, you know, and getting back to the Buddhist roots. I mean, a lot of the, the teachings are, are based in cultivating what are called the Brahma Viharas or the divine states of mind, compassion, loving kindness, joy, equanimity. So to have, you know, to, to really be focused on that six hours a day is a blessing for anybody. It, it's going to carry over into your life in so many ways. Especially mm-hmm. that light that comes shooting out <laughs> your eyes. It's scary light because, you know, you're, you, you see the light. That's, that's what I call seeing the light. Been there a couple of times, but I've been in America too long. I need to get out. Get out. Because when I, like, for instance, when I go to Puerto Rico, where I'm, mm. you know, where my people are from, my mother's side, and I see my 98 year old aunt dancing in the kitchen. Mm. Like she doesn't look, she looks ageless. She's still got them hips that move and her body, their bodies move yeah. differently. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the thing. When you go and see people uh, doing in different cultures and how they move, they mm. don't have that stiff Germanic uptight stuff that a lot of uh, Americans have yeah. kind of built in. We sit in chairs all day. We computerize. Mm. We're on cars driving, you know? Yeah. So it's I a totally different agree. movement and that to learn that, to unlearn our movement stiffness and mm-hmm. to learn that, I mean, you've got that down. You just watching you sit <laughs> is like, I wanted to take a picture and try to work on how I sit. You know what I'm saying? It's that simple. Like, <laughs> but it, wow. it definitely starts in the mind. And I'll just say one more thing about the benefits to me, um, because it's, it, it really is what I value most is as far as what I'm benefiting from at this point is, is that this work gives me access to people in all different parts of the world. It's, it's Thai massage as a medium has allowed me to go into so many different situations, so many different communities. And because this work can be done on any floor, you know, any dirt floor, any, you know, anywhere, anywhere with, with very little props. And the fact that people can be fully clothed when we're interacting mm-hmm. has given me access to, um, to, to, really be able to connect with people across 
um, language barriers, cultural barriers, mm. socioeconomic barriers. And to me, that's the most gratifying to be able to, to not, like I was in Tibet um, a few years ago working in a medical clinic. And my job was to interview the people standing in line about how we, we could benefit them better, you know, how we could serve them better. And people wouldn't make eye contact with me. They were very shy. And then there was a drunk woman who happened to come up to me and uh, she was very open. And so I said, you know, what, what do you need from us? You know, and she pointed to her arm and said how painful her arm was. And I had a little bit of tiger bomb in my bag. And so I got it out and started just rubbing her shoulder and her, her elbow and her arm. And, and as soon as other people saw that, all of a sudden, you know, the people who wouldn't look me in the eye were lifting up their skirts and showing me you know, <laughs> my hip hurts here and, yeah. and so forth. And it, it's just, you know, an example like that, or even mm-hmm. on a plane, I was on a, a cross um, a trans-Pacific flight and there was a woman who was having anxiety and, and the doctors aboard really only thought to monitor her, her heart rate and her um, breath rate and so forth. And they didn't even ask her her name. You know, it was just like, let's just monitor her and monitor her. And so that we know if we need to make an emergency landing. And I just went up and did five minutes of Thai massage on her feet and she was able to go back to her seat. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just so accessible. I, I used great. it when my nephew was born and he was breathing too quickly and they had to put him under an oxygen tent. And again, I did five minutes of footwork and you could see he was, he was hooked mm-hmm. up to the monitor. So you could see the regulating mm-hmm. breath and regulating <laughs> heartbeat and, it was Aww. so grounding. So these simple principles are so universal. And, and I've just had these, I feel fortunate that I've had these experiences that have proven to me over and over again, how, how powerful it is mm. to just touch people, you know, to, to be able to convey gratitude. If I, if I stay at someone's house in, in Thailand and I can't quite communicate well in Thai, I can give them a massage that communicates my gratitude, communicates mm-hmm my appreciation mm-hmm. and they get it, you know, they're, they're, it just, there's so much that can be conveyed through, through this type of touch where it's, it's so, the boundaries are so clear and I've worked in, in Muslim communities and Buddhist communities and Hindu communities and native communities and everyone gets it. Everyone mm. resonates with it on some level. So Jorge has a question. Really yeah. Cool. Yes. Uh, do you have, do we have any contraindications for not using Thai massage? Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here we do. If you read books, if you, if you read books that are written by Westerners who have gone over there um, and studied, definitely there's going to be some contraindications, and they're they're valid on many on many levels. Um, pregnancy is always a, a questionable um, situation as far as time massage, but uh, or as far as any sort of medical uh, or healing treatments. But I know plenty of people over there who that's the only way they got through their pregnancy was time yeah. massage. Um, right. So I, again, it's, it's such an education for us as, as Westerners who are so used to right and wrong and having this black and white rule and contraindication and following that, at least for me, it's been such an education in having, you know, being really present with this particular client and asking a lot of questions and, and seeing how much we can explore the right path with that person in that moment. And uh, so pregnancy is one that definitely you'll read in the books is contraindicated, but in my, my opinion, not always so, you know, another one is joint replacements. Mm -hmm. If someone has a, you know, some hardware, a lot of books say, don't "Don't touch, you know, but again, when were those books written? How old is the hardware? How healthy is the client mentally as much as physically, you know, Mm -hmm. how much do they, are they really ready to um, embrace that mobility again? Um, Because that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's you know, the scary re- part. Restoring that mm-hmm. freedom can 
can you know affect you on many different levels. So again, I think there are situations where that's going to be totally appropriate to work with someone who has a, has some sort of joint replacement. And then you can um, work within their limitations. Exactly. You know, if you're a sensitive practitioner, you're not going to hurt anyone. Exactly. Another contraindication you hear is, um, you know, someone with low bone density or, yeah. you know, the elderly, which yeah. again, it Osteo- makes total sense. You know, you're not going to be putting a lot of pressure on somebody who who is older or has a more fragile condition. But at the same time, that doesn't mean you can't do time massage in my right. mind. There's mm-hmm. still so much, um, <clears throat> especially compression, especially, you know, elderly. If you, if you look at the Ayurvedic background in time massage, the idea that um, we have these different imbalances and, and um, specifically um, vata imbalance or an air imbalance, the, the kind of uh, feeling that you get where you're just you fill up all the space and time in your life, which mm-hmm. tends to happen more in our culture, more especially in Boulder, Colorado, in our landscape, in our climate. And, you know, as we age, we it's harder and harder to really contain our energy. People have trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So this type of work, this compression mm-hmm. is so beneficial for people mm-hmm. who are aging, but you just have to make it a little softer, be more sensitive to it. But I mm. think it, the value is there. And the it, that's why we need to make it an art. It's well, not, yeah. it's not it a will, science. It absolutely kills loneliness <laughs> and the feeling of being alone to have somebody mm. mush up against yeah, you. Yeah, I, mean, I come agree. On. I and that. then elderly, you know, they end up being less and less touched. And that's what one of their biggest problems is mm-hmm. in this culture anyway. Mm-hmm. In other cultures, the kids are always running up and jumping on grandma, grandma. You know, they yeah. they touch more, they hug more, and absolutely. You know, we're getting there though in America. You see people hug all the time now. It's really incredible compared mm-hmm. to the '70s. <laughs> Nobody hugged anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, so wasn't that the love getting, child love times? <laughs> well, the '60s brought the hugging in. So, Sonny, we have um, always ask our guests to provide a tip of the week for mm-hmm. our listeners, and uh, would, what kind of wisdom would you like to impart today? Uh, That's a really good question. And I guess, you know, what's fresh in my mind after all that we've talked about is how important it is to take care of yourself, you know, and and to really walk your talk as a massage practitioner or, you know, anybody out there, actually, body worker. Um, You know, you really, if this is going to, the more you take care of yourself, the more you, actually, there's some interesting research that um, looks at our, the, the part of your brain, and I wish I was a more detail-oriented person to me remember too, exactly <laughs> what I'm saying, but follow me here for a minute. There, there's a part of our brain where we, um, that is sort of in charge of our ability to feel compassion. And the same part is, is how we access our own sort of, um, how we monitor our own needs, like things like, knowing when we need to eat, sleep, use the restroom. Rest. <laughs> and and we can become really good at ignoring that. You know, when you think of like truck drivers on the road, like you right. start to ignore those signals. Mm-hmm. And um, many people in healthcare pr- professions, they get very used to ignoring their own signals so they can take ser- care of somebody else's problems. Mm-hmm. You know, think of, of a, someone in a hospital situation where there's emergency after emergency mm-hmm. and, you know, this and that. They it's classic. You go into any hospital and you look at these nurses and they look like they need to be patients. They're not taking care of themselves. And it's interesting because you might start out a very compassionate person, but this, this process actually trains you to ignore those signals. It trains you to ignore paying attention to your own needs, which eventually makes it more difficult for you to pay attention to somebody else's needs and actually 
offer compassion. And, um, you know, I, just, I thought that was fascinating when mm-hmm. I first heard that. And um, well, I wish I had the, it's the, the same, resource to quote it. It's the same <laughs> part of the brain that's trained soldiers to, you know, kill without right. thinking about mm-hmm. remorse. Right. Yeah. So I just, I guess my my tip would be to really look at yourself and and are you listening to your own needs? Are you, mm-hmm. are you really, do you, is that a practice? Are you listening mm-hmm. to and, and responding when you need to sleep, when you need to eat, when you need to... Mm-hmm do something as simple as go to the bathroom or are you ignoring that? And, and are you really benefiting the, the person that you might think you're benefiting by not taking care of yourself mm-hmm. or, or you're in a vicious cycle? Yeah. Right. Or yourself. Right. And yeah. so, you know, on the, on the grand scale, I would say, you know, come away with me for a couple Tip of the day. Get out there and find out. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Take a you. trip, a, 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 a tax deductible journey <laughs> with Sunny and her, uh, wonderful uh, classes and you're such a good teacher oh my gosh I was just like <laughs> wow thank I you I was wowed the whole weekend I was en- entrenched with everything you said I was not bored I was relaxed it was fantastic yeah there's thank no boredom it's a great <laughs> no, no, yeah take, we, you take sound advantage like you still that. start off with a little yoga session uh, this uh, techniques very successfully on some of the most stubborn like frozen shoulder getting awesome. that arm yeah and like so and <laughs> yeah very well good. sunny we well, that went fast i know yeah. as we could go on for another so hour much. i think but thank you thank so you much so for much. Enjoy, joining us and, and telling us all about your f- super awesome travels and um including every one of us in it well, and, uh, and we'll post that thank information you so much. on our it's, it's been such a pleasure Check it out. And, and um and please do you know I, I forgot to actually mention what the certification program is, but if you combine the Northern Thailand, the Southern Thailand and the Bali uh, journeys together, it's a 10 week program okay. and it includes, you know, a lot of cool stuff. So that's great. <laughs> that's and yeah. she did mention her website, integraltravel.com, which will be a link on our website, mm-hmm. massagepodcast.com. Join us in a couple of weeks for another guest and you can Give us a call, 303-656-9860, or leave us a message or an email on our contact page on our website, massagepodcast.com. Thank you so much. Enjoy the day and uh, find that freedom. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 